Consultant obstetrician and gynaecologist Austin Ugwamadu runs a thrush clinic at St George's Hospital in Tooting. A thrush is an infection caused by a fungus, the most common fungus being Candida albicans. It kind of colonizes our body, or our body sort of gotten used to the presence of thrush. So we can't get rid of it or kill it, uh, but it doesn't kill us either. So there is some relationship <laughs> between them. So it's living on us all of the time, but yes. we don't get attacks of, of, of what we would regard as, as thrush regularly. So what, what's happening there? Well, what has happened is there is a certain degree of tolerance of the presence of thrush by our body. Sometimes it increases in number and sometimes it decreases, but it's almost always there. And we reckon at least about 30% of women carry thrush. In fact, if you examine the back passage, it goes up to about 40-50%. Why do some women get attacks of discomfort? We reckon that most women will get at least one attack in a lifetime and it usually will present as itching and discomfort in the vagina associated with a very cheesy type uh, discharge. In severe cases, there may be a rash which spreads into the inner thighs, but that's very unusual. But most women will be aware of itching, discomfort, burning, irritation, as well as the discharge. What's triggering the attack? Ah, I think that's where the sort of action is. There are a number of things that can trigger it. Usually, for any reason, the thrush organisms increase in their number. And one of the things that can lead to that is the use of antibiotics. So a lot of women will relate to having thrush attacks after they've just been exposed to antibiotics, particularly broad-spectrum antibiotics. And the link there is what? What's actually happening? What is happening is as you kill the other organisms that compete with thrush organisms for food and resources, then the thrush tend to just explode in numbers, and that then triggers you know, the symptoms that women get. But one of the common things we find is thrush usually will exist in two forms, one form of which is the yeast or the inactive form, and then the other form which invades the skin, and that's the form that produces the symptoms. So whatever triggers the attack of thrush should be able to change the thrush from the yeast form into the hypha or the invasive form. Therefore, when you do tests, for example, and you find the yeast form, it may not actually be responsible for the symptoms. But this is how most women get labelled as having thrush, when in actual fact the thrush was just a bystander, as it would have been in 50% of women. So we're doing a, a swab yeah. and we're finding thrush there, yeah. but that might just be an innocent bystander. It's a, it's a red herring most of the time. So it's important to get the diagnosis right. Exactly. They've, a lot of women who think that they've got thrush didn't have thrush in the first place. But obviously, once they nip across to the local pharmacy, get anti-thrush medication, particularly the cream, it makes these symptoms go away for a few days, and then it comes right back. And then they think, oh, my thrush is back. So how should we be making the diagnosis? I mean, most of these women are being seen by GPs, not by specialists like you. Is there anything I can do when I see them at the start to make sure the diagnosis is correct? I think a thorough history is probably the most important. So for some women who are sufficiently vigilant to sort of relate the attacks of what they call thrush to certain exposures, that probably will give the doctor some idea that this may not actually be thrush. Say, for example, the use of perfumed soaps, the use of bath products, and some of the products that women use for their hygienic practices. A whole lot of women that do have sensitivities to those agents, but they don't know it. 
So just to be clear, a, a local reaction to, to perhaps a soap, it's not actually causing thrush, it's mimicking thrush. Yes, it, there are two things there. First of all, it mimics thrush. There is no, an individual woman will not be able to make the distinction that these symptoms are due to an allergic reaction compared to this, these symptoms are due to thrush. That's one thing. But even more importantly, the sort of proteins that govern that reaction tend to suppress the local immunity in a way that allows thrush to flare up. Right, so not only does it mimic it, yes. but it can actually trigger it as exactly. well. Exactly. The key message for, for anyone listening to this is, is probably at step one. It's confirming that you've actually got thrush in the first place. That is always the starting point because for most women, whatever itches down there, irritates down there, tingles down there, is thrush. And half the time they would have self-treated themselves and decided that they get recurrence rush. And most times the GPs will buy into it because once they've done a sample, it comes back showing yeast or whatever, and then the, the yeast gets blamed for this. Not necessarily the case.